Dinosaurs, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Yep. It's been a couple of weeks. It has. In our last episode, we answered a bunch of questions. And we've had one question that's been asked again and again in the two weeks since. Uh, people are really wanting more details, more information. But they keep asking us again and again and again, how is your furnace doing? And so, you know, you asked for it. You demanded it. We're, we're going to give you details on the furnace. And also on our sale that's coming up. I think people have asked about that once or twice, too. Did they? Are you sure? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe they don't care about the sale. No. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll just not talk about the sale. We'll just talk about the furnace the whole time. How many times were the furnace people here? Okay. Mayor? Yeah. This is an audio medium. <laughs> Instead of holding up four fingers, maybe, maybe, maybe say four. Okay, Mary Mary is indicating that I should say four. Four times. What had happened is they started making some clicking noises, and so we called the furnace company to have them uh, come out and look at it. By the time they got there, the furnace had stopped working and then started working again? No, it had stopped working the day before. Yeah, and they were coming out Saturday, and it had stopped working Friday. Saturday morning, it started working again. The guy's like, I don't know, nothing's wrong with it. Seems like it's fine. Caught out again on Monday. Was cold again. We had someone come out Tuesday. And they said, okay, the clicking is because the it was the thermostat trying to tell the furnace, hey, turn on, and the information not getting there because the tube wasn't actually attached to the furnace. Like, that part was missing. So the guy kind of, he yeah, put it, he put in, it in there, put it back in the hole and said, okay, we got to order this part. It'll be a few days, but that's the problem and they'll fix it. Hmm. Well, about... And you kept going, it went down, right? Uh, about 10 minutes after he left? And you kept going down and putting the, the little doohickey back in the hole, which is what he told you to do. And it wasn't doing anything. It wasn't doing anything. So it got, it got, it got so down... So Wednesday... It got down to like 49 yeah, it was... It was very cold. And someone came on Wednesday after we called. So I called like three times. Because the guy said, if it stops working again, call us because it'll be a couple days before we get the part. So I called like three times and like they kept pushing me off. And then... <laughs> and I called. You called. And <laughs> it's like, no, you don't get away with that now. So, and, you know, I, I was on the phone. I was trying to be firm. I, I was being firm and they just like weren't budging you you have a gift on the phone with people where where you get them to budge i don't know why you always have to be the one on the phone because i'm so bad at it i'm good at other things like something yeah you make uh good board games that's true that's pretty good that, that's not necessarily a useful skill in day-to-day -day life so they finally came over and it turned out it was a whole different problem that the first two guys didn't notice well that time it was the control panel well, it had been the control panel all along. They just never looked at it. And this guy realized that that's what, that's what the clicking sound actually was, was the control panel, the thing would ignite. Wait a minute. Hang on. Why did we have him come back and do that other thing? Well, that still was broke. That still needed to be fixed and repaired. But the the furnace was actually working. Yeah. No, I know that. But that still was that still needed to get done. I mean, the, the, the tube still was a problem. It just wasn't the problem that was causing... It to be cold in the house. That was that. Uh, so the pilot would turn on, and but the control panel couldn't tell the pilot was on, so it cut the ga gas off to it. So that's why we kept having the clicking sound. It kept trying to do it, like it, would, it would, would light and then turn off, and then light and then turn off. Control panel was a lot cheaper than that friggin' thing that they put in on Monday. I'm I'm aware of that. Oh. So they then finally came out and, and 
on. Uh, I'm just finding this out now. No, I told you this. No, you did not. <laughs> no, I did. No, you did not. That the control panel was the main problem, but that there was no, still that's the not part they had ordered. The we were doing fine. After the, the control panel was replaced. When the control panel was replaced, the thermostat was responding. Yes, but the tube not actually being connected to the motor or fan or sensor or whatever, that was still a problem that still would cause the furnace to break down eventually, still needed to be fixed. The control panel was like two, almost $200 less than the other thing? Yeah, it wasn't cheap. This was not, it was not a cheap little adventure, but no. uh, that's okay because we have a sale coming up. We're hoping to make some money. Pay for the furnace repairs. I hope it pays for more than the furnace repairs. So we do have the sale starting on November 25th, which uh, we're recording this a couple days before that, but we should be releasing it on November 25th. So if you're listening to this, the sale's already going on. Go over to hollandspiel.com, order some games. You can do that between now and December 7th when the sale ends. And if you order two games or more, you will get the Toledo War absolutely free. This is our fourth holiday freebie game. We've done it one for every year. I think this is the best one yet. Best freebie or best sale? Well, I mean both, but I think it's, I think it's th the best freebie. Like, the first freebie was Christmas in the White Mountain. Yep. And that was like almost kind of a test run for table bales, so I didn't know it at that time. Uh, Napgammon was kind of an abstract game, which some people enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, Absolutely Aces, some people really enjoyed. Uh, and it's very historically accurate. Yes. In its depiction of cats as World War I fighter pilots. Extremely accurate. Yeah, you know, that that whole thing about uh, that beagle, a stupid beagle who who was a, supposed to be a World War One fighter pilot, that was completely wrong. He, he never fought the Red Baron, but cats, yes, they they did. They had tiny cat-sized planes. Yes, um, but actually, a lot of people hate that game. It's very divisive because it's that one aspect of table battles with like the mandatory reactions. It's out up to eleven, and that's all the game is. And if you don't like that part of table battles. Boy, did you not like that in Absolutely Aces, because that's, that's all you got. That's, yeah. You got nothing else. No, you do have something else. You have these really cute drawings of cats. I mean, that's who true. wouldn't want to play a game with really cute drawings of cats? I mean, that's true. I mean, these are these are the real World War One. well, they're drawings of the real World War One flying kitty cat aces. There was a lot of research involved. There was. A lot of photo reference. Yeah. It was it was very time intensive. Yeah. So this game, this one, the Toledo War, uh, is much less abrasive than Absolutely Aces was. Hopefully less divisive. It, it's kind of uh, in the more traditional ops or event card driven game uh, kind of paradigm, but with you know its own little twists in that. And it's a five to ten minute uh, two player card game that I, I think people will enjoy. The playtesters have enjoyed it, and we've been playtesting it over the course of about a year, and we've playtested it literally hundreds of times. You'd be surprised how many playtests you can rack up when the game takes five to ten minutes to play. That's one of the goodies we're offering. We're also offering canvas maps, dice towers, dice trays. There is a discount code. What's that discount code, Mary? Monster Deal 19? Yeah. Let's see, this, again, being an audio medium, Mary initially held up Monster and then 19 fingers. I don't know how she did that. But, um, yes, Monster Deal 19. <laughs> she, you can see her face. Monster Deal 19 will save you 10% off of any order that's $100 or more. 
uh, before shipping. So that's all kind of the, the goody kind of stuff we got going on. Every box game is going to be $5 off the MSRP. Again, that's running November 25th through December 7th. So where are the dinosaurs? Where are the dinosaurs? I want dinosaurs. If we're having a sale, I want some dinosaurs on sale. We don't have any games with dinosaurs in them yet. Oh, no. I want a real dinosaur. I don't think that... I don't think it really fits our brand. I mean, it does. It absolutely does at this point fit our brand. But, I mean, I don't think that... I mean, where are we going to get the dinosaurs? Where are we going to store them? How are we going know. to ship but them? But I don't think I want to... I don't think I want anybody buying them anyway. They're my dinosaurs. Nobody else can have them. <laughs> so, never mind. We don't want those in the sale. I'm not sure like about your lobster. I'm not sure about your business strategy here. What looks like a lobster? This. That, okay. Again, this it is. It also looks like a fish. This. <laughs> I put it that way. It looks like a fish. Well, it kind of looks like a lobster that way. That was a piece of foil. <laughs> Again, this is a an audio <laughs> medium. <laughs> I wasn't doing. I don't expect you to put that in there, Tom. Oh, Mary. I was just showing Mary. it to you. One thing we should make people aware of is that at the end of the sale, two of the titles in our catalog will be leaving our catalog as the licenses are expiring and will not be renewed. And those are an infamous traffic, this Cold War release game, and Teutons. Now, we actually did a blog thing about infamous traffic. Uh, what's explained in that blog post is that we were talking to Cole about renewing the license, and he said to us, essentially, if we need to keep it to renew it for another another three years. He's okay with us doing that. But you and I talked about it and decided that it'd be better just to release it to him so that he could republish it yeah, or do what he wants. Yeah, he's make a lot more money. Yeah. Because he, he made an awful lot of money with that Pax Premier Kickstarter. And he's going to make a lot more money that way than, you know, through us and the royalty we can pay him. Yeah. I mean, really, the big reason why we wanted to get him publishing in the first place is because that's as far as board games go that's really where the money is you can't really i mean you can't make a living as a designer but it's difficult uh, you can make a living as a publisher to allow him to derive more benefit uh, financially from his own work it just makes sense sense to us so yeah he should be we're gonna miss it we're gonna miss that slot in our uh, that hex number four uh which will be empty yeah as well as hex number six which is two tons two tons by lou Cotney. yeah and so Traffic and Teutons are the first two uh, titles where the license has expired and we chose not to renew because we generally have a three-year term uh, on our licenses for, for the games. And uh, so we've been in business for a little over three years. So we're going to start to see titles come up for renewal and uh, some will be renewed and then some will not be renewed depending on what the designers want and what we want. We will, over the course of this next year, see some more titles dropping out of our collection. The day we release this episode is the first day of the sale, uh, so please take advantage of that. Uh, last year, the sale was pretty laid back for you, right, Mary? That is the totally opposite direction, but if you think so... That, see that? I was making my sarcastic face, which, again, they can't see because it's not a visual. See, I do it, too. Last year's sale was pretty intense. Uh, there were a lot of orders to get through, so I'm not sure, because we're recording this two days before, how how stressed out Mary is right now, how stressed out I am right now, uh, trying to deal with how many orders we have. 
I guess we'll all find out together. You know, there were all the other days after it, too, but that first day, man, that was just wild. Yeah, it took us, it took us like two or three days to get all get the orders. All, of, all the orders from the first day in. Entered into the system. Yeah. And uh, now last year, we actually had, like, the day after the sale started, we actually had, like, a little break where we hung out with a couple of our friends. Uh, we're not doing that oh, this year. Yes, that's right. Yeah. We're not doing that this year. Well, we got behind because of that. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it's not like there's a big holiday coming up in a couple of days that we need to like make dessert for and spend time with family for. Because that would really throw a spanner in the works mm-hmm. here. Actually, I think last year, hanging out and playing some board games with our friends will be more enjoyable <laughs> going over to your families on Thursday. Wait, we're going over there? Why are we going over there? You want some turkey or not? I don't even know if they're having a turkey. They're having a turkey. Are they? Yes. This this, this whole, this year is weird. It's well, just totally weird. So this year actually is less weird because last few years it's been kind of like a potluck dinner. This year my uncle wants it to be super traditional. So he's doing all the traditional dishes himself. So the turkey with the stuffing and all the side dishes and whatnot. Um, is he going to have ghost peppers and everything? Pro, I hope not. He likes he likes a lot more spice than uh, anybody I've ever met. I don't understand what's going on. Everybody's bringing dessert. Everyone's bringing dessert. Oh, this is but, why it's weird. Okay. This yes. Is why it's just that part's so weird. weird. He wants everyone to bring it. So he's gonna do all the dishes because he he did not find the dishes in the last few years to be up to par. No, or to be traditional they have enough. Not been. And some of them, yeah, no, some of them have not been. What do you expect from your relatives? Yeah. Oh my God. They're, they're not. I hate to say that. The worst dishes, the worst dishes come from the guy who went to cooking school. This is true. And I, he I don't actually, know how he, he actually it. went to schoolcraft, uh-huh. which is, at the time, was one of the best cooking schools in the country. So his thing is rather than have everyone bring a dish. He's going to have everyone bring a dessert. And this might actually improve the quality of desserts. Like, on average, the last few years, the desserts have not been necessarily the best desserts. I don't think anyone who brings desserts are listening to our show, so I think I'm okay to say that. If you're listening to this show and you're someone who brings dessert, we're not talking about you. We're talking about that other person. Or bring a better dessert. Bring a better dessert. I, I appreciate people doing that, though. It's the thought that counts. Yep. Sometimes. Even if it's inedible, it was nice of you to, uh, to to think of that. To go to all that trouble. This reminds me of a cheesecake I had once. Ah, yes. Fortunately, I'd never tried that. No, because this was... This was before Mary. So I used to really be a big fan of Spam, uh, which I still enjoy Spam okay. I'm not big on Spam anymore. You've never been big on Spam? Like, the, just saying the word Spam. Okay, I hate Spam, all right? <laughs> just saying just the word Stop words. saying Spam. <laughs> yeah. It seems to upset you physically. I remember the, what was it, potatoes and Spam mm-hmm. that your grandmother made. Mm-hmm. And I had one bite, and it was just potatoes, and it was okay. And then the second bite had Spam in it, and I did not eat it. You ate it, I think. I couldn't eat it. It was terrible. Oh, my God. It was just awful. I hate Spam so much. So when I was really into spam, I decided to Did try. Did you ever? Was there ever a time that you were not into spam? Well, I'm not into spam now. You just had. You just had scalloped potatoes and spam with your grandmother. I did a but, couple of weeks ago. But that's not out of some some great burning desire to eat spam all the time, which I did have for a brief period when I was younger. Okay. That then was supplanted by 
an obsession with White Castle that lasted about a decade. Uh, and I subsided on that for a while. And in both those cases, I would get recipes. Like, I got a bunch, I, got, I have a cookbook full of White Castle recipes. Yes, and one of them is actually decent. I'm sure there's more than one, but uh, there was the, the one. The stuffed shells? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they also, also got recipes for Spam, and one of these was a Spam cheesecake, which was a dessert cheesecake with Spam, and it was the most revolting thing that anyone had ever tasted. Uh, my grandmother actually went like door-to-door in her neighborhood, and like, you will not believe, eat this, it's disgusting. Her uh, problem was she had them trying it. Mm-hmm. Trying to, she's trying to give it away, but she has them try it first. Just, just give it to them. Let them throw it out. So I I would not recommend spam cheesecake. Actually, I wouldn't have given it to anybody. I would have just thrown it. Actually, oh, Mary, Mary. What? So I have a book of White Castle recipes, right? Yes, you do. We need to make a dessert for Thursday. There are dessert recipes in that White Castle book. I can make a White Castle dessert for Thanksgiving on Thursday. Okay. I was going to make the lemon meringue. Oh, that sounds much nicer. Slab pie, but no, you go mm-hmm. ahead and make the White but Castle I, thing. But I like lemon meringue. No, I, li- I like lemon a lot more than White Castle. Well, go ahead and make the White Castle thing. If I don't put this in the podcast, you won't remember it and just make the lemon thing, right? No, I'm pretty set now. I'm not making the lemon meringue <sighs> slab pie. Dinosaurs, everybody. <laughs>